25 seconds left to play. You're listening to the Matt Wyatt Show. I want winners. This crowd is alive. Play to win the game. Wyatt from the shotgun, two backs alongside. Knock him out, John. Wyatt gets the ball. It won't be long. Wyatt back to throw. Wyatt looks. Fires toward the end zone. Passes. Caught for touchdown by Matthew Butler. Speak to They are who we thought they were. And we let them out the hole. I get out of hand. Just, just tell me I'm a jerk and shut up. Let's go scatter the west right tight. That's left. 372 Y sticks in The Matt Wyatt Show. He's Radio Wyatt. Well, how am I going to go to college? I'll just play football. All right, let's go. Let's get the day started, shall we? Live in the Farm Bureau studio. Farm Bureau, go! With the home team. They are your home team at Farm Bureau Insurance across the great state of Mississippi. I'm Matt Beaver is here. And most importantly, you are here and tuning in. And however you're tuning in and wherever and however you're listening. On all the live streams that are going on out there. I see Facebook and Periscope, Twitter and YouTube all popping up. We're streaming on those. Y'all feel free to comment, pop that comment in there, and I'll be able to see it and uh, get your question in, maybe comment. We'll communicate that way. You can also call me and text. Call the Divinity phone, 995-1059. That's the number to call, 995-1059. Text me on the Country Pleasing text line, 885-ESPN or 885-3776, depending on whether you need the number or not. Wednesday, middle of the week, better known as Hump Day. Let's go. Uh, happy Hump Day, everybody. Yeah, David on Facebook said, Happy Hump Day in Hale State. Myron checking in on Facebook says, Matt, the go to man, Wyatt. Thanks, Myron. <clears throat> Not everybody feels the same way. Just check out Facebook. <laughs> yeah, but not everybody has to like you. Just need one person to like you. That's it. Really, you just need God to like you. <laughs> All right. All right. So uh, y'all text me on the country pleasing text line. It's eight eight five ESPN. Hey to everybody on one zero five nine the zone. Jackson, Central Mississippi, all the sports folks out there, y'all hit me up on the text line. We're live today in the studio. There's uh, some things to get to. Uh, There are a few updates in the college sports coronavirus world. How many tested positive at this school? How many tested positive at that school? Are we going to tailgate? Are we going to have football and so on and so forth? All that. So I have some updates for you. A world champion Kansas City Chief, Chiefs fan who also played his college ball and high school ball here in the state of Mississippi is threatening to hold out who, what, when, where, all that coming up. We have 100 teams in 100 days continuing. Listen, y'all, today is 66 days away from Saturday, September the 5th, and that's what we're counting it down to in our countdown of 100 teams. And so today is team number 66. That's coming up. And our countdown is always brought to you by Matt Anderson with National Land Realty. That's all coming up later in the show. But y'all need to know something that has happened today. A hearing on Capitol Hill. I'm talking about the 
I'm talking about The Hill. Isn't there a TV show where there was a show called The Hill? I don't watch any of that, okay? And I know I should. And I'm sure I would love it. You had what? You had the one where Julia Louise Dreyfus was what? Uh, that was Veep. I didn't watch any of it. And then there was like this one, The Hill, and there's all these different ones, and House of Cards, and hadn't watched any of that. But I'm aware of it. That's the reason I bring it up. But no, this is The Hill, Capitol Hill. Senators, there's a Senate committee, U.S. Senators, that were having a little back and forth questioning college athletics leaders. Greg Sankey, the commissioner of the SEC, was there. Uh, I think other commissioners, ADs, um, Keith Carter, the Ole Miss athletics director, was there. And this Senate committee today, they met today in Washington, was um, chaired by, overseen by, Roger Wicker, our senator here in the state of Mississippi. And um, and there's some stuff in this meeting today that I want you to be aware of if you are a fan of college sports. So I'm going to give that to you. First, though, Brett on Facebook says, Hey, Matt, love the show, Hail State. That's facebook.com slash Radio Wyatt. Y'all hit me up over there on Facebook. Brian says, Hail State from Midtown Memphis. He's watching on YouTube on the uh, brand new YouTube live stream. Brian, hey to you, man. Appreciate you tuning in. Uh, Y'all feel free to comment, get your opinions, comments, questions. Otherwise, we'll get them in. And I see them all in one place. It's what's pretty cool about, you know, the way technology is now. And I only figured it out recently because one of the friend of mine, listener of the show, Caleb, y'all hear me mention Caleb's comments. He was talking to me one day and he said, hey, I did a little research and you could do this and that. And he gave me all this information and I started looking through it. I'm like, yeah, he's right. So I went and subscribed to a couple different services and got it all hooked up where um, now we can stream all of these different places at once. And all of your comments, if you comment on YouTube or Facebook or Periscope, it all comes to the same place for me. And I'm able to see all of it. So feel free if you have a question or comment. We'll get that in here. All right. Here's where you need to look to find some of this information. Now, this is all pretty recent. And, um, well, I would say pretty recent. I mean, within the last couple of hours. So it's not like I've had a chance to just read through every, as the Bible says, every jot and tittle of all this information. I haven't had a chance to do that consuming it here just before the show began. If you'd like to see some of these individual tweets, live tweets yourself, you can. Ross Dellinger, y'all know Ross. He's a friend of the show, friend of mine, a really good writer. He's now with Sports Illustrated. He was with the Baton Rouge Advocate. Before that, he was with the uh, Clarion Ledger. And uh, Ross went to Washington to cover this. He had an initial story a few hours ago, and the, the headline of that, you can see it on his Twitter feed. It's at Ross Dellinger. Just spell it out, two L's. He said less than half of NCAA leaders say they support modern uh, the modernization of the name, in, image, and likeness stuff per an inquiry from a U.S. Senate committee. All right, so... We're starting to see the seriousness, the level of seriousness of this supposed name, image, and likeness stuff, okay? 
Not that we questioned it. No, we didn't. We knew it was a serious thing. It was really potentially going to change everything. But what is all the conversation? What have all the conversations been like up until now? You go, uh, you know, go back two or three months ago. What were we talking about? Boy, this really could open up a Pandora's box, but we had other things to care about. We had other things to think about. And when we talked about name, image, and likeness, we almost kind of like, almost jokingly would go, well, we know what that's going to do. Old Billy Bob's Buick dealership down here is going to, he's a big Arkansas fan in Little Rock, so he's just going to pay the Little Rock guy a, you know, marketing contract. And lo and behold, that kid winds up going to school at Arkansas. Isn't it amazing how that happens, right? But it's not a joke. This is, uh, this is real stuff. And here's, here's what I think is the genesis of this taking off. It's when California passed the law that the athletes could begin demanding it. And against NCAA legislation... It's their rules. California said it would be against the law in California to f- keep an athlete from being able to bank his name, image, and likeness. So when that happened in California, what happened? Then Florida did it. And then maybe there's another state, but all these states now and their lawmakers are being pressured to open it up in their state and say, athletes in our state can make money off their name, image, and likeness. You go, well, Matt, why would all these states open it up if it's such a big problem? I'll tell you why. Because all the top recruits are going to go to California. They're all going to go to Florida. If those states open it up and say they can earn money off their name, but you can't in Mississippi, you can't in Alabama, you can't. (laughs) How big a deal to the local economies are college athletics in the Southeast and in all parts of the country? So, That's why there's this push. Now, back to the point. Listen close. According to Ross Dellinger, Sports Illustrated, less than half of NCAA leaders support the modernization of name, image, and likeness. You don't have a majority of people in the NCAA, and that's according to an inquiry, easy for me to say, inquiry that was sent out by this U.S. Senate committee. They're getting real information. So anyway, that leads us up to a stream of tweeting from Ross, who was live tweeting during this Senate committee hearing on Wednesday in Washington. By the way, back over to the uh, live stream of the show on YouTube, Stuart commented, said, Hail State, you have the best intro of any show. Keep up the great work. I guarantee you it's not because of me. Is it Stuart? It's because of Jack Crystal and Jerry Clower. You get to hear them in the intro. Stuart tuning in on YouTube. He's uh, from Clinton. BMAC on the live stream on YouTube says, if done, the pay must be tied to an objective measure like, you know, what string are you on in the depth chart or and or playing time? Well, See, how are you going to do that, though, BMAC? Hello to Becky watching on Facebook. Listen, how are you going to do it? That's the question. All right, so let me get into a few of the things that popped up that Ross Dellinger, Sports Illustrated, overheard and tweeted about 
during this committee meeting. This is going to interest you. This is going to interest you. Ohio State President Michael Drake told the Senate committee to focus on three things. Number one, preempt the name, image, and likeness state laws. Number two, protect conferences from antitrust litigation. And number three, protect amateurism. That's the president at Ohio State. Part of the thing he wants the committee to help him figure out is how to, repeat after me, protect amateurism. Folks, listen, there are a lot of people out here pounding the table. They are not amateurs. They never wear. They're getting money. They, you make money off their names, and they make millions of dollars for the schools. They are not amateurs. Stop with this amateurism. Okay, but listen, the schools and the NCAA are going to battle and battle and battle to protect amateurism, and it ain't going away. It's not simple, and it's not as clear as some people want to make it out to be in reality. Ross tweeted a picture of Greg Sankey, the commissioner of the SEC, addressing the committee. They're sitting up in the main seat in the middle of the Senate across from Greg Sankey is Roger Wicker, senator from the state of Mississippi. He was the chair of the committee. A quote from Greg Sankey. We are not perfect Yet. Now, listen to this. Senator Roger Wicker asks Ole Miss Athletics Director Keith Carter how much a full scholarship athlete at Ole Miss receives. Carter says it's around sixty-eight dollars to $70,000 a year. That includes tuition, cost of attendance, medical expenses, etc. Now, how does that land on you? What does that make you think? What do you think about it? Y'all let me know. You can call me on the Divinity phone, Divinity Equipment, Madison, and in Jackson. It's 995-1059. It's a 601 number. 995-1059. Or shoot me a text on the Country Pleasing text line. Country Pleasing Sausage on grocery store shelves throughout the Southeast. The best sausage. I had... Uh, Country pleasing jalapeno and cheddar for breakfast this morning, along with other things. As soon as I get done with that package, I'll probably open that package of original. I got to get some more of that maple. Anyway, y'all text me, country pleasing text line. It's 885-ESPN. That's a 601 number. 885-ESPN. If you need the number itself, it's 885-3776. Do you agree with that? Do you are you someone who looks at that and goes, yeah, okay, well, they're getting sixty-eight to seventy thousand dollars a year on full scholarship and athlete at Ole Miss? Um, let's see. Yeah, BMAC on YouTube. If done, the pay is going to have to be tied to some kind of measure, right? All right. Here's why fans like BMAC are saying that. Let's say I am a senior quarterback at Mississippi State. I'm a senior quarterback at Mississippi State. And I've played for four years. Let's say I'm even 
let's just say hypothetically, because this one, okay, seriously, let's just say hypothetically, I'm a senior quarterback and I am preseason all SEC. And um, to make this easy for BMAX point, let's say I we're not in a two school SEC state. Let's say we are in Louisiana and I'm at LSU. And a local bank, community bank in um, Louisiana comes to me and they say, listen, we really want you to represent us in a marketing campaign and we'll pay you we'll pay you $15,000 over the course of the three months of the football season. And I go, okay, sure, you pay me that up front. I'll sign it. You pay me that up front. I'll cut all the ads for you. You got them. You run them for three months. Okay. And BMAC is saying, but what if that same bank, community bank, does a doubles that, a $30,000 marketing endorsement deal, with a kid coming out of high school who just happens to be signing with LSU. Well, see, BMAC's saying, hold on now. We got we to have some kind of measure on this. What class are you? What's, are you first string or second string? Because what are we going to do? We're going to be doing marketing deals with recruits that aren't even on campus yet that are twice as much as the marketing deals and name, image, and likeness that we're doing for fourth and fifth year seniors. See, there's so much gray area and loose ends on this deal that I'm skeptical they're going to figure this out anytime really soon. And, and in the meantime, if they don't figure it out soon, the states, to compete with California and Florida, are going to open up their laws to the name, image, and likeness, and it's going to be an absolute free-for-all. Keith Carter said that it's around a full scholarship at Ole Miss for that athlete. That's per full scholarship. That one full scholarship to that one athlete is giving them around sixty eight dollars to $70,000 a year in tuition, cost of attendance, and medical expenses. Here's another problem. The people on the other side that are lobbying for pay the players and name, image, and likeness, they don't believe any of that's worth anything. They don't believe in the worth of tuition and class. They don't believe in the dollar amount you're saying that your education is worth. They don't believe that you're actually, you know, there's a benefit, a dollar amount in medical expenses because they're like, look, they play for you. So they have a long way to go. Dellinger says Sankey acknowledges that he considers the Florida name, image, and likeness law, quote, pretty good especially compared to California's, but there still are issues, especially relating to agent oversight. Now, there's a ton to scroll through. There's so much there. Senator Ted Cruz is in on this, the Republican from Texas who, you know, ran for the Republican nomination for president. He's in on this. Uh, several others. The senator from Kansas, um, from Tennessee. Sankey's in on it. Greg Sankey, like many college athletics directors feels that a third party, not the NCAA should enforce any name, image, and likeness rules. Listen to that. Do y'all, I, I don't know if we quite get just to, right now, how significant it is that the commissioner of the Southeastern conference standing on Capitol Hill 
before a panel of senators and other college leaders, including NCAA president Mark Emmert, and that commissioner of the SEC says, in regards to name, image, and likeness, it ought to be somebody else other than the NCAA who monitors and keeps an eye on this. And Greg Sankey stood in front of him and said that the agent issue of the name, image, and likeness thing will be an issue. Chris on the Divinity Equipment phone line. Chris, what's up? Hey, Matt, how you doing? Just right. What's up? So I'm all for the athletes being paid. The question I have, I think you want people understanding why the Ohio State president is saying we have to figure out the amateurism is, if they're not considered amateurs, they're a professional athlete. Right. And at that point, let's say a car dealership is paying them $20,000. Guess what that $20,000 is not going to cover? The tax bill they now have for receiving goods and services worth $75,000, i.e. their scholarship. Right. And so what they're being paid will only cover what they're receiving as a good because they will be considered a professional athlete. So that's the big gray area that I don't think anybody's understanding is if they're not amateurs, they're professionals. And if they're professionals, they have to pay income tax on the items they receive. Chris, it is such a solid point that you're making. It absolutely is true. And it's like being pregnant, right? You're either a pro or you're not. There's nothing in between. You're either pregnant or you're not. And, and you're exactly right. If there's anything that takes that athlete into the realm of a professional athlete, then they have to pay taxes on anything they make, including their pro. So everything they're getting from the school is therefore taxable. And we've been told a full scholarship is worth sixty-eight dollars to $70,000 a year. Chris, excellent call. Thank you. Just getting started on Hump Day. I'm Matt. Stick around. Back on the show. That was an excellent call by Chris, who's bringing up there are so many things that have to be considered. And that's right. If you, if we go full on open the laws up in every state, the way they have in California, kind of the way they have in Florida, even though those two laws are different. Let's just go Mississippi. What if it happens here where, uh, you know, we're going to say, okay, well, it's, it's, it's now basically illegal for the NCAA to keep an athlete here, Kylan Hill, somebody like that. You know, John Rice Plumley. The the law, if it's like the other ones, would be it's illegal here for the NCAA to prevent those kids from being able to earn money on their name, image, and likeness. Okay? And so that opens it up. And what he's saying is, but hold on. It, it, it short of even it, it may stop short of having to go to court to prove it. But even if it does, you're going to say, well, look, you're either amateur or you're not. OK, so if you're not amateur and you're pro and you're out here earning money as a professional. Then. Now your income is taxable. It's taxable income, including. That's $70,000 worth of full scholarship that school is giving you because you're not an amateur, you're a pro. 
You're just like me now. You're out here in a working world, effectively making a living. It's one of the way. That's it. Are you going to pay taxes on all that? So how? So he's exactly right. No wonder the president at uh, Ohio State and others around the NCAA are going to continue to go to bat for and go to bat for and go to bat for amateurism. Keeping the athletes in college sports under the umbrella of amateurism is the only way you're going to be able to simply figure out a way to put more money in their pocket. I know for a fact that there are people on Capitol Hill that right now want to just go ahead and say, let's double the stipend everybody's getting. Whatever you started giving them two years ago is this extra cost of attend or, or cost of attendance, cost of living stipend. Double it for everybody. <laughs> They're trying to keep it simple because if you're not careful, it's going to get complicated real fast. I mean, well, more complicated. A couple of things. First off, on YouTube, Goat Always Green Gaming said, Go Hail State from Flint, Michigan. The Flint Tropics and Jackie Moon. One of the more underrated sports movies of all time, in my opinion. Lynn on Facebook said, hey, Matt, Hail State, isn't it too hot for sleeves? Yeah, look, I got long sleeves on, but it's that thin kind of fishing shirt. I was exercising earlier, so I just kept it. This I got this cool shirt with the Mississippi State baseball logo on it from the Mississippi State University golf course. They are Hale State GC on Twitter. GC stands for Golf Course. So hit them up, and you can get a shirt like mine. Uh, real quick, C-Note on YouTube says, making money doesn't make you a professional. It's true. It doesn't. Making a certain amount in a certain way does. Complicated, right? Well, BMAC then followed it up and says, complicated equals corruption. No question about it. Now, on that note, is there already corruption? Yes. Is the answer more corruption? Is the answer, well, it's already corrupt, so let's just let, let's figure out a way that everybody can just be as corrupt as they want to be, and then that levels the playing field. I'm glad I'm not making that decision. Louvier on the Country Pleasing text line. Country Pleasing Sausage on grocery store shelves. Made right here in Mississippi at the Country Meat Packers plant in Florence, right there on Highway 49. And shipped all over the country to grocery stores, Walmarts, places all over the country. You can even get it online at countrypleasing.com. It'll ship it right to your door. It is the best sausage you have ever put in your mouth. And I'm not just saying it. Try it. It's made up of hand-picked hams, bacons, and pork loins. There's no parts that goes into the making of country pleasing sausage. Matt, are you saying that there's parts in other sausage from other companies? Yeah. There's a reason country pleasing is the best. Country pleasing text is 885 ESPN. Louvier says those people who don't believe that a college scholarship has value can please help me pay my daughter's student loans. My son got academic scholarships, and he owes 10% of what his sister owes. Louvier, I was a full scholarship college football player. 
I was in school for five years and redshirted, got a degree. My undergrad degree, the, every bit of it for five years. Room, board, food, cost of living, everything paid for. Every book, every class, everything paid for. When I left and graduated in 2000, I didn't know one single solitary dime and got to play football and was shuffled right to the front of every job interview line I wanted because of who I was. And they recognized my name because I played football. I'm 43 years old now, and I have friends and classmates who just finished paying off their student loans. It took them 20 years to do it. I'm there with you. Grumpy on the country, please, and text line. It says, Matt, miss the amount of on Ole Miss players. Could you repeat many things? Uh, in the hearing today with the Senate Committee on Capitol Hill on name, image, and likeness, Ole Miss Athletics Director Keith Carter, when asked, said that one full scholarship at Ole Miss gives that athlete sixty-eight dollars to $70,000 a year. Covers tuition and everything. Uh, let's go to DJ, who's hanging on the Divinity Equipment phone line. Divinity Equipment in Madison and in Jackson. Your Kubota dealer. What's up, DJ? Matt, you're truly the voice of reason. I mean, you know, you know, people, you know, simple math. You're talking about a, an Ole Miss scholarship, Mississippi State scholarship, and worth in the neighborhood of a quarter million dollars. Mm -hmm. And uh, you know that that's significant. But now I'm, I'm gonna throw this at you. And, and again, uh, as we talk about an issue that was pre-coronavirus, pre-protest issue, I'm of the opinion. The revenue available prior to this will not come back anytime soon. Hmm. Uh, I'm not saying that we're not going to have sports, but not just the coronavirus issue. I really don't want to get too much into the other issue, but I don't see uh, I don't see the same levels of revenue anytime soon. Uh, I know people, you know, uh, would like to be positive, and, and and I'm a positive person as well. But there's a lot of issues in play other than this virus right now. And I've heard on social media different things that, you know, I won't really say uh, this about college. I really think college football will be more normal than the pros. But I'm, I'm going to tell you this right now. Your NFL, NBA, those revenues, they're not coming back anytime soon. And I'm not going to get into details. Hey, and DJ, opinion. real quick, I was reading this morning, too, about the whole China relationship and how that complicates this thing for the NBA right now. Um, right. What you're saying is exactly is totally true. And for the NBA, on top of that lost revenue because of the virus deal, on top of that is their relationship with China. That's hundreds of millions of dollars that is just poof gone because, you know, of the China situation and communism and kind of the NBA knowing that all of that is wrong and they sort of spoke out against it one guy did and they kind of tried to hush it because they knew they were just wanting the money from the china television relationship i mean the nba has got a mess on their hands well and, and, and i'm gonna say this i played college sports not not at the level that you did uh i wasn't a household name like matt wyatt but the thing is when we played and, and i'm a little bit older than you, uh I'm, I'm 55 but you know we had our differences but the dressing room the field, 
we, we, we didn't bring our differences. And now, you know, people see that as a place to bring their agenda. Hmm. And I'm not saying they don't have the leverage right now. Different groups do. But if they think they have the leverage to bring an agenda, and I don't care what group it is. I'm not trying to point out any group. If they think that fans are going to continue to watch whatever group it is, push an agenda in our face during a sporting event, they don't realize the damage and revenue they're looking at. Hey, man, I love your show. I'll hang up with DJ, thank you very much. Um, hey, and y'all, a little technical thing. I always, if you, if you notice, I always um, enjoy when DJ calls because I can patiently wait for him to make his point because I know that when he makes his point, he's out and he's going to move on and, and open it up for somebody else. C-Note, uh, watching on YouTube, says, yeah, but the school makes all that money back in one game and with shoe deals and that kind of thing. And that is true. There's no question that, I mean, you know, we talk about revenue. Okay, the big-time programs and big-time uh, Division One sports, Power Five, they do have apparel deals. Not UCLA anymore, mind you. You saw that news yesterday. Under Armour went, there's no marketing value. We're not paying you that $285 million deal. There's nothing there. That's okay. But here's the thing, C-Note. Across the entire NCAA, there are many schools that don't make that money back in one game and don't have shoe deals. Okay? And right now, under the current NCAA umbrella, they tell you, well, I mean, the Sun Belt's not the Power Five, but it's the same level as Alabama, Auburn, and LSU. And they're on a schedule. They're just not the power five, but they're the same. Well, no, they're not. Louisiana Monroe doesn't have a big money deal coming from Nike or Adidas. And they don't have 65, 70, 80,000 fans at every game. We got to keep going. Stick around. Y'all, I really appreciate you tuning in. Just thank you so much. Uh, however you tune in, whether it's watching a live stream or uh, you're listening on the big, booming, broad, powerful, clear signal of 105.9 ESPN Radio and Jackson Central throughout Mississippi uh, or online there on the stream. Just however, I really do appreciate it. And all the comments and feedback, it makes the show go. And it's super interesting for me. It makes it a fun time to kind of see what you think and, and that kind of thing. And and the feedback, like C-Note on uh, YouTube, watching on the YouTube live stream, just kind of got right down to the nitty-gritty and just said, do you think players should get paid? You know, if you ask me that, my answer is, yeah. <clears throat> In some shape, form, or fashion, they should. No doubt. I think where all my doubts come in is, one is if I look at it from the standpoint of if I was in a position of leadership, I don't know that I could find any answers. I struggle with that. I can't come up with all the answers. I can't figure it out smoothly. I got ideas, but right now that's all I have. For instance, I do know that there ought to be some type of incentive and an allowable incentive for the schools to be able to say to their athletes, 
if you stay here and you finish and graduate here and you've been making tackles and scoring touchdowns for us for four years, then when you do that, we've got a fund here waiting on you. $25,000, bucks that you're going to start your life on when you, as soon as you cross and, and walk across the stage and pick up your diploma. Because right now the NCAA is penalizing us if you transfer early, if you start here and don't graduate here, if you flunk, they penalize us. Well, if they're going to do that, we will encourage you to stay here and finish here and get your degree here. We will help you do it because then when you graduate, I'm going to put $20,000 in a bank account for you that's been building up during the time you've been in school. I, I mean, I like that idea. The other thing is name, image, and likeness. I don't really have a problem with name, image, and likeness stuff. It's just, here's the deal. Alabama and LSU and Ohio State and Mississippi State and Michigan State and Ole Miss and Illinois and Clemson, all these Power Five places, it's a whole different world than the rest of, quote-unquote, Division One. Right now, the NCAA is telling you that it's all Division One, the MAC, the Sun Belt, the Mountain West, they're Division One, just like the SEC. It's just the SEC has the power, so we'll call them the Power Five. Well, in any of those schools, they're not even on the same level. So if we do name, image, and likeness stuff, and you open it up, you've got to break off the Power Five and let them have their own set of rules and their own championship and you got to break off everybody else and let them have their own set of rules and their own championship too because guess what? They're not even in the same universe. Yet the NCAA has sat around on its hands for 25, 30 years and not done anything about it because it was a big, fat cash cow they didn't want to mess with. Now that the cow has grown some teeth and is starting to bite back, They've got to understand there's no such thing as everybody's Division I anymore. That's a big part of the problem, in my opinion. All right, uh, let's see who's been hanging on the longest. Chris has been hanging on the uh, Divinity Equipment phone line for a long time. Let's go over there real quick. Chris, I appreciate you being patient. What's up? Oh, nothing much. I just wanted to kind of um, – I wanted to ask you a question. When you're driving around on the highways, all these big billboards we used to see when we were kids that had all this advertisement on it, what do you see the most on these billboards these days? Oh, lawyers. Lawyers about what? Uh, personal injury. Truck drivers. Oh, really? I didn't know that. Do you know? Yes, those personal injuries are, every one of them say, if you're in an accident with a big truck, call this. Yes, okay, now that the light bulb is coming on because I remember hearing an ad about okay. that. Okay, so this is the question, this is the thing, and this will go back to the players and stuff. Truck drivers, for a long time, they were just, you know, unless you were an owner-operator, they were just working under the umbrella of the companies. Now, even as a company driver, now that Back in, I think it was 2007, something like that. It was either right at the end of Bush or right at the beginning of Obama. They dubbed us as professionals. So when they dubbed us as professionals, they decided to make it to where we could get more money that way. Hmm. Well, now, when you have a wreck and you kill somebody or something like that, even if it's the car's fault, 
you're a professional driver. So therefore, now the truck driver is just as liable as the company, and you can get sued just like the company can, and they can take you for everything you're worth, plus they can go mm-hmm. after the company. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So the liability of it, of student athletes starting to become professional, you know, professionals, then there's going to be a whole can of worms that we're not even thinking about if they do that. Well, there's no doubt. I'm like you. I'm for the players getting paid because they make millions of dollars for these, these every, you know, all schools make millions more dollars by having football. I mean, because think about UAB. They shut it down, and within two or three years, what they do, they open it back up because they realized it wasn't going to last very much longer without it. Without it. And, and you know, within two, three years now, they're already building their own dedicated downtown Birmingham football stadium for UAB. That's how quickly they came back and how quickly people jumped in to invest their own money into the college football program and how quickly the city got behind it because, just like you said, they need it. Chris, it's a really good call, and I know you hung on a All long right. time for this. Thank you. Y'all have a great y'all have a great day and just be courteous to your truck drivers. Remember we're out here doing a job. I've seen too many, too much of it lately. Yeah. Be courteous and try to realize that you wouldn't want people coming and sitting in between you and your computer. Don't don't be mean to truck drivers. Don't get over in front of them. You're taking your life in your own hands. Have a good day and talk to you later. See you. Thanks, Chris. Two tweets that we all need to hear. There are so many good nuggets of information that paint a picture for us of the direction that this kind of thing is heading. Listen, though, from Ross Dellinger covering the hearings today on Capitol Hill in Washington. Former Miami player Eric Winston on the argument of time demands that the name, image, and likeness stuff will have on athletes. Listen to his quote. We're asking athletes to sign these coronavirus waivers but they can't balance tweeting something out for a hundred bucks and still go to class. And then another tweet, Senator Roger Wicker uh, asked Ohio state president, Michael Drake, how many of 22 football starters, 11 on offense, 11 on defense at Ohio state, Mr. Drake of those 22 starters at Ohio state, how many of those would actually benefit from name, image, and likeness? 22 starters. His answer, three to four. So is the whole thing innocuous? Listen to this. And let me just tell you, this is my personal opinion. I know Senator Roger Wicker. He's from my area. We actually, uh, when he's home, we go to the same church. I think a lot of Roger Wicker. He's the real deal. He's an Ole Miss graduate. Senator Roger Wicker, an Ole Miss graduate, quote, if I had the money as a local businessman, I'd want to pay $100 to every member of the Ole Miss football team to tweet something out on my behalf. And he says, I wonder if that's where we're heading. Seriously, it's just a fact. Look. I am a small family business owner, okay? And I'm a Mississippi State guy. 
And frankly, if it only costs me a hundred bucks to get every member of the Mississippi State team to tweet something out on my behalf, I'd come up with the money and do it. That's exactly what he's saying. And he's saying, is that where we're headed? And is that what we want? <laughs> There's so much there. Um, and the comments and questions from y'all, I'm really impressed uh, with the way everybody's thinking on this. Isn't it weird? Like, why can't we figure this out? Because we all seem to agree, yeah, they ought to get more. We got to figure out how to do it, though. And it's not as simple as just handing it over, or is it? Now, I want to get to one more thing. And listen to me. Coming up in hour two, we're going to have our countdown of 100 teams in 100 days. That's coming up. But listen, BMAC, who's watching the live stream over here on uh, YouTube, just uh, Matt Wyatt Media on YouTube, if y'all ever want to go look that up. He says, if players could be paid for a commercial, wouldn't that just give more power to colleges in larger cities. Larger cities have more business. See, I don't necessarily think so because who owns those businesses in those larger cities? In Atlanta, are all those businesses gonna sponsor Georgia Tech players? Or are they gonna sponsor Georgia players? it's Georgia the real advantages for schools in a state where they don't have another school to compete with LSU and Louisiana Arkansas and Arkansas that's the real advantage hour two coming up stick around